Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mirror Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle David. If you didn't know, now you know. Uh, this week, I want to talk just through you and me, talk through a little bit of my sobriety journey. Yesterday was eight years since I checked into rehab. February 17th, 2015, uh, I took a bunch of Xanax and my mom and sister drove me up to Estes Park, Colorado, and I checked into rehab. A little loopy, but I made it. Uh, and it's been a wild journey since. A few things that I uh, would love to share is that uh, getting sober is the easy part. Getting clean is the easy part, right? The 30 days in rehab, not having to go to work. Every day you wake up and you work on yourself and you're working with uh, professionals and people around you. You're in a safe environment, right? Like the getting clean, it's not easy. I shouldn't say it's the easy part. Um, but what I mean is staying clean and staying sober is the hard part, right? The 30 days in rehab was a cakewalk compared to the next few years. Um, so if you if you are struggling or if you uh, just are curious about the journey of sobriety, let me tell you, going to rehab uh, is the easiest part of the process, in my opinion, my experience. Because again, after that, then the hard work really starts. You go back into the world. You can you can access all the things that you couldn't in rehab, uh, and it's just a lot uh, of self control and deep work that has to get done to maintain a sober lifestyle. Uh, and I've done it imperfectly, right? I never. I haven't had another sip of alcohol. Uh, I haven't gone back to my drugs of choice. Uh, I've you know, popped a few pills and done a few things. I've had some surgeries, so it wasn't for recreation, but, uh, you know, it hasn't been a perfect journey. It's messy, right? Like anything in life worth doing is probably going to be messy. Um, and my journey is no different, right? Uh, I tell people a lot. I had a conversation yesterday where somebody asked me, um, do you ever want to go back? Do you ever have the desire to drink again or drug again? At this point, no. But when I first got sober, yes. When I first got sober, it didn't fix me. I bought into this mindset, this lie, that getting clean, getting sober would just fix my life, right? If I just didn't drink and do drugs, my life would be fixed. And that's just not the case, right? Because the reason you drink or do drugs is because something in your life is already wrong. There's a deeper issue there's a deeper root cause to addiction it's not usually just the substances feel good there's a reason you need to numb and that you don't feel good and you seek those things out and i'm no different right like there was a lot of pain and anger that was buried deep inside me that i medicated uh i medicated with these things so when i got clean and sober i was a mess right like I was actually worse because I now didn't have the band-aids and the numbness to cover up the anger and the issues that I had deep down inside. So uh, when I got out of rehab, shortly after I moved from Colorado down here to Texas with my fiance at the time, 
Uh, and I was not pleasant to be around. I'll she will attest to that if you got a hold of her. Uh, and I'm just telling you right now, I was not pleasant to be around. I was angry, angry, angry. I uh, I'm just an angry guy, right? There was a lot of bitterness and anger still trapped inside me. And now that I didn't have the substances to numb it and and take me to that kind of happy, aloof place. Uh, I was not a, not a pleasant person. And that was a several year journey of, uh, not being happy with my life, with myself again, angry, bitter. You got to fix those deeper issues, right? If you want to continue on the path that you set out on when you go into something like rehab. So rehab didn't fix me by any means, right? It just put me on the right path. It got me on a different trajectory, uh, but it didn't fix me. Um, and I just want to talk about this more for myself than for you. Hopefully, this is beneficial to listen to. Uh, but sometimes the podcast is just for me because I just need to uh, process and get things out. But yeah, reflecting yesterday on the conversation of do I ever want to go back to drinking or drugs? At this point, no. But for those first two years, absolutely. First more than two years. First few years, absolutely. Right, I was white knuckling it. I was white knuckling it, as they call it, just hanging on, not doing it, but not not wanting to do it. If that makes sense, I wanted to, I just didn't. Um, and so, at this point, though, eight years clean, no, I don't want to at all. Again, I've done a lot of healing. I went through a year long uh, process of healing and discipleship at my church at the time. Uh, it was a recovery program. And that that helped me heal a lot of the deeper things. Didn't fix me, but it helped me deal with a lot of the deeper things. And at this point, you know, when you've put this much time in between you and something that really jacked your life up, and now your life is much better and you, you're on the other side, you're never safe, right? You're never out of the woods. There's always danger and temptation. So in this conversation I had yesterday... This uh, friend of mine, her dad was an alcoholic, and I think he's decades deep in sobriety. But he said uh, something I agree with is that he could never drink a sip again because he'd be right back in the same spot. And same with me, right? I I know people that have gotten clean or sober uh, and still drink some, and uh, more power to them, right? Good for them. They can keep it to a minimum, and uh, you know, if they think it benefits their life, that's awesome. I don't see alcohol as a benefit to anyone's life long term. It's just a personal opinion. Uh, and I cannot have a drink or do a drug uh, because it'll be, a, it'll be a spiral down. But again, to answer the question, no, I, uh, I don't want to drink or drug again because I just know what my life ended up being when I lived that lifestyle. And it's nothing that I want to associate with or ever go back to. It didn't lead anywhere good. Nothing good came of those decisions in that time period. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't want to go back. I don't want to do it again. Um, and it's not tempting or desire. But, again, I still want to be careful uh, and not put myself in positions to where that's even a, a thing or a temptation. So, um, yeah. And, and the other thing I posted this on LinkedIn yesterday, it's a weird thing, right? Because as grateful as I am for my sobriety and the people that have helped me get here, um, being, knowing that you wasted so many years making poor decisions is super frustrating, 
super frustrating, right? Knowing that I spent the majority of my 20s under the influence when I could have been uh, making money, building businesses, cultivating relationships, doing a lot of really productive things that I do now, but I feel like I'm behind in. And I know I'm not, right? Like I've, my dad's reminded me of this a bunch that that's just part of my story and my journey. Uh, and it's actually, you know, helped me become a stronger, better, different person than if I wouldn't have gone through it, right? So you can't, uh, you know, you can't stay in that place of guilt and shame, but it is frustrating um, to be like, man, where would I be if I hadn't spent all that time making poor decisions? That's just the reality of it, right? That's the frustrating thing. I think most people that have gotten clean and sober have some uh, twinge of frustration towards themselves going, what the heck was I doing? Look, look at all the dumb things I did and where I would be if I hadn't. But we all live a different journey and you have to own it and accept it uh, because there's no going back, right? So uh, as we say, next right decision, right? Next best decision. Um, and, and it, the journey has made me, has made me more resilient as a human. That's for sure. When you go through something that's really hard like that, and you, uh, have a lot of consequences of your choices, right? Whether it's legal problems, jail, uh, uh, relationship issues, financial woes, I mean, emotional, mental traumas. I mean, I've been through it all, so name them. Uh, but it makes you a more resilient person when you come out on the other side. Um, hard things in life make you stronger. Some hard things you put yourself through intentionally, right? Cold showers, building a business, uh, physical effort, uh, exercise. There's a lot of hard things you can do by choice. And there's also a lot of hard things that just happen to you you have to overcome. Um, and getting sober is one of them. Not easy. Hard but I'm better for it. Um, so yeah, I, uh, and I also mentioned this in my LinkedIn post. It, the journey of getting sober and getting clean, the positive thing about it too, is it, it has helped a lot of people around me, hopefully learn what not to do. I know my brother's told me, uh, several times that he's learned a lot about what not to do from watching me and what to do as well. Right. But what not to do, um, so you, when you overcome something like that, you do become a bit of a, uh, an inspiration to certain people f for certain things, not everything. Right. Um, but becoming resilient and overcoming something like that can be a blessing to people that watch you overcome it. So you've got to be able to have the right perspective, right? Like I just mentioned, it can be frustrating to feel like you've wasted a lot of years and time making bad decisions, but also, if you have the right perspective, understanding that your journey, the people watching you uh, got to learn a lot from your journey as well. And that's a blessing. Also, as I mentioned in my LinkedIn post, uh, my what I benefited from the journey of the many things uh, was realizing the people that love me the most, my parents, it helped me actually believe them when they said they love me no matter what, right? Because you grow up and if you have good parents, they tell you, we love you no matter what, it doesn't matter what you do, we'll always love you. Um, and you hear it, but you don't necessarily always believe it until you experience that love, that love you no matter what. And when you're uh, getting high and, and getting drunk all the time and 
it affects your relationship with the people you love. That's when you really see if they'll love you no matter what. Uh, and my my parents did love me no matter what. They never gave up on me. They always let me know that they love me, whether I was high or drunk or out of my mind or in jail or whatever. Uh, they did show me and let me know they love me no matter what. So that was a blessing. Um, so going through overall, uh, I'll wrap this up, but just wanted to process this a little bit. Going through something like an addiction and and overcoming it, there's pros and cons, but overall, there's nothing you can do um, other than learn from it, be better, and hope that your story impacts other people and that your journey can impact other people. And that's the blessing about all of us being individuals and having different stories and journeys is that we get the opportunity to walk our journey um, and live our story and share it with other people. And so that's part of the reason why I wanted to speak a little bit about it is uh, it's not always fun or, or something I want to talk about a lot, but I think it'd be, it can be helpful. Uh, my buddy Robbie Schwartz yesterday told me, you got to share your story more. Um, and that stuck with me. He always encourages me that I need to share my story more. So Robbie, if you're listening, I heard you and I'm doing it. Uh, not easy, not always fun, but yeah, I want to use my story more and share my story more. Cause I think a lot of times people just see, um, where you're at and if they don't know where you came from or what you've been through, uh, they don't have full context. And, uh, there's a lot in our journeys and our stories that people, can really learn from and benefit from if we are willing to share the journey and the story. So uh, I think one thing to, to end on is your story is not always just for you, right? Your journey is not just for you. A lot of times I believe God allows us to go through things, not just for us, but for the people around us and for the people that we impact and the people that look up to us um, or look to us. And so your story is not just for you. It's for other people. So remember that when it gets hard and uh, when it doesn't seem like there's a way out or when you don't know if you can keep going, uh, you don't always have to do it for yourself. Sometimes you need to do it for others. Um, so I hope that that's uh, helpful, encouraging uh, in some way and uh, just letting you deeper into my world. Uh, eight years on the, the sobriety journey is pretty wild, right? It feels like yesterday and also feels like 20 years ago, uh, kind of like working in a startup. If you've worked in a startup, I work in a startup because like I've been there for 10 years and two days and that's how my sobriety journey feels 10 years and two days all at once. Um, life is wild. So thanks for listening. I hope something here was helpful. Uh, hit me up on social media. I, uh, I'm on basically everything, right? TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook a little bit, Snapchat. I'm off it. I'm off Snapchat. If you're trying to hit me on Snapchat, you won't find me. Uh, but hit me up on Instagram or LinkedIn or TikTok. Appreciate you guys for listening. I'll be back next week with another episode of Inside the Mirror Podcast. Till then. <laughs>